Welcome to It Just Makes Sense, a podcast by two easily distracted, higher educated former lovers that explores all of the unpopular opinions, conspiracy theories, and cult leaders that make you want to scream, It, it Just Makes, makes Sense. sense. <laughs> Do we just sound like AI? Is that what we did right there? ASMR. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Sam Smith. I'm Jeff Seifert. And this week we're diving into the investigation of Marlene Major's murder Who? from the show Who? Forensic Files. Who? I'm... Wait, you just said that so quick and it was three M's right in a row. Marlene Major's murder. <gasps> MMM. Like that's pretty talented because you can hardly speak English sometimes. <laughs> you want to know what I do live live for? What? Alliterations. Yeah, let me tell you something. Big fan. One of our big time listeners, out of state fans, loves to s- send me a DM or two about how hysterical it is when you try and pronounce Spanish names. I can't do it. It is wonderful. Did I ever tell you? I might have said on the pod before. Did I ever tell you when I called a student once at UB and it was like his name was J O G E? And I was like, got it, Jorge. I'm ready. J O G E? J O R G E. Got it. Jorge, ready. And yeah. it was like Jorge Fernandez, like some, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So I was like, I'm, thank God, I'm on this. Like, right. I'm a Spanish genius. I studied Perfect. for 10 years. I'm ready. You might as well be the president of Mexico. So I call him and I'm like, hi, may I please speak with Jorge? He's and like, he was like, it's, it's George. George. <laughs> I was so, I was like, I was like, my apologies. Like, was, <laughs> he has to get that all the time. Right? <laughs> I was like, I'm so sorry. I, um, <laughs> so as I'm swiping, I know this is the wrong podcast, but anyways, as I've been in my swiping moments over here yeah. recently. I swiped right on this gentleman. His name was spelled G S U S. How do you think he pronounced that? G no vo- no vowels. It, well, that was just what it said on the app, so it might not be his real name, but that's G S U S G sus. Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. I was like, I really hope that's his real name, right? <laughs> oh my God. Okay, so forensic files are literally my favorite. And like I love watching the episodes from like ten like season one ten years ago because it's like wild the difference in like filming and production. Oh. It's like I'm watching a home video. <laughs> like you know what I mean? Like it's so good. Yeah. <laughs> so we're off to Verona, Kentucky. All right. Population five hundred. Home of the Wildcats. Would you ever live somewhere where population is five hundred? Um, I'd never live anywhere down south where the population is 500. Well, probably... I just feel like people always say like it's their dream to live in the country, like far away from everyone. Absolutely not. That's my nightmare. I would never literally do that. nightmare. How do you go shopping? My dream would be to live in a Manhattan high rise. I don't think I want that. I want to live in like a Gilmore Girls S type town. No, I want to be rich, filthy rich. Yeah. Well, with yeah. A penthouse. Okay, and I could a do that. Big city, yeah, with a drive. But like, okay, this is gonna sound really dumb. What? But in these remote towns, can you imagine being the mailman or delivery driver? Because I'm, do you think the head, like where they pick up the packages, is somewhere central, uh, and then they have to drive it all the way out there? Oh, I don't know. You know, that's a good question. Like, how is someone gonna bring me my blue bodysuit from Shein? You know, <laughs> they're gonna drive it an hour and a half for, and free shipping. Wow. On whose dime? <laughs> Amazon's. I guess. Wild. You want to know what people said the worst thing to deliver? On TikTok, I watch a lot of deliveries. Really? 
cat litter. They said so many people order cat litter and it's so heavy. <laughs> I was like, huh. You are a very interesting woman. Thank you. Thank you. I watched golf tips. <laughs> you watch delivery drivers. Okay. <laughs> Big fan. <laughs> are you prepared for the UPS strike? You know what? It happens all the time. Every 10 years. So I feel bad for them, but. They're not fucking air conditioning in their truck. They don't? No, that's one of the things no, that they were fighting strike. for. Fucking strike. <laughs> fucking strike. I can't. So this town has a four-way stop, a one-room city hall, and then the big, the famous Mr. Herb's local restaurant, where all the locals go for the famous fish fry. All right. But it's not as good as Buffalo's. Probably not. They don't like know a fish fry, fry fish. in Verona, Kentucky? No, thank you. No. So when you're in a town this small, word spread like wildfire when someone goes missing. Where everybody knows your name. What a good show. And that is exactly what happened when Marlene Major, the mother of two young children, was reported missing. Her husband, Bill, said that she had just gotten into her car and drove away. I hate people say that. People say that all the time. Seriously. Like she just got up and left. I'm like, oh. they said they had an argument and she just took off. He had spent the entire night driving around looking for her. Were you, Bill? Can this small town confirm it? Like, you know what I mean? I feel like people in the town would have noticed. Bill just driving around. Bill out driving around. Also, in a town that small, no one saw her. Hmm. Like, you know what I mean? Now, at the age of 25, this Marlene is- had been married for nine years. Ew. Oh. Huh. My, literally, my stomach dropped. That's, child bride oh yeah she got married when she was 16 no. no thank you no absolutely not my niece just told me that she was like i, I want my boyfriend to put a ring on it and she's 20 i'm like oh, get out don't do it don't do it your frontal lobe's not even fully developed Crazy. yet his isn't for sure that's what i mean no absolutely not so come to find out maybe getting married so young what wasn't the smartest move because Marlene was having an affair. <gasps> well, I mean, a, when you start getting engaged at 16, of course, you don't know what else is out there. Right? With a man named Glenn St. Hilaire. I like that name. Let me tell you. He's not the prettiest man in the no. world. <laughs> he looked like he could be your grandma. Or grandpa, I mean. Sorry. Grandpa. Right. <laughs> and he worked for Marlene's husband and lived in a trailer on their property. Marlene keeping like, it awfully close. Happening? And Marlene was cute. But Bill knew like Bill knew about the affair and he encouraged it. What? Okay, then that's not an affair. I mean, if it's consensual, that's I ain't gonna yuck mar- anyone. That's an young. open marriage. Yeah, they're like in an open marriage. But the police are like, okay, both of you, both Bill and Glenn, where is she? We know you're involved, but both men denied any wrongdoing and said they had no idea where Marlene went. Marlene and Bill have two children, eight-year-old Donald and four-year-old Lalana. They were both in bed when she left. Marlene's car was gone, but all of her personal items have been left behind. Who ditched the vehicle? It's the same old story. Like, I'm not telling people to, like, get smarter or better, but, like, every fucking time we hear about this or we watch a show, all of their personal belongings are left behind. Like, get rid of the purse, the phone, the set of keys, like, hide them, bury them. What are you doing? I know this was 10 years ago, but still, no lady is leaving without her purse. This is what I'm saying. Like, people are like, she left her purse band. There's no way. Her driver's license, her, like, everything was left behind. Like, if your excuse is that she just drove off into the sunset and you never saw her again, she took her shit. Right. Like, all of her medication was there, her jewelry, her driver's license, everything was Come left behind. Glenn. The police said there was no evidence of a struggle. She had just completely disappeared. 
But the police are like, okay, okay. Maybe she just like got sick of it all and needed to just run away and start over anew. Bill told the children that her mother had abandoned them. Her daughter's on the show saying that their dad would tell them that their mom their mom was an alcoholic, a prostitute, and that she ran off with another man. A prostitute? What That's a good guy this sli- Bill is. Slightly aggressive. Right? I know. He encouraged her to sleep around. And that's what the kids thought had happened. Because, like, what else would they believe, right, you know? Right. So the police were searching all over. They sent out her dental records across the entire country, but nothing ever came up. Eventually, Bill and the children moved from Kentucky to Rhode Island, where his parents lived. Interesting choice. And one year after Marlene's disappearance, he remarried. Glenn stayed in Verona and got a job at a local factory. For the next 20 years, no one heard from Marlene. Not her children, her family, or her friends. Like, this reminds me of the Lakeland Lottery guy, because I'm like... This woman had no no one out being like, we've yet to hear from her. Like her family, her friends. Like, you know what I mean? Right. The police are saying, oh, she ran away. Don't you think like my parents would be like, no, we're not settling until she's found. I would be all over the news. The, thank you. We're crying. Like sobbing. no siblings concerned about where she is. Where is Samantha? I'm like, what? If you ask me, it's that shady husband, Cameron. It's so crazy. Always him. As the, par- er, as the children grew up, Bill was getting increasingly abusive. Mm. Lalana remembers at times Donald getting beat so badly that he couldn't pick himself off, off the ground. That's her older brother. They were missing school because of the bruises. But when the children couldn't, could take it no longer, they reported to their stepmother that their father was sexually abusing them and also threatening them. To keep them in line when they were kids and they didn't do what they were told, what he told them to, he'd say things like, if you say anything, I'll kill your brother. Or if you don't do this, I'll kill Kill your your sister. sister. Bill's new wife immediately called the police. So, like, I handed to her her. and had him arrested for first degree sexual assault. Good on her. her. Once he was arrested, the kids were like, oh, thank God. I hope they keep him in there because if he gets out, we're as good as dead. Imagine thinking that they were nine and 13. That's so sad. Isn't that so sad? Bill was convicted and sentenced to 15 years in prison. Good. The family moved back to or the kids moved back to Kentucky to live with their maternal grandmother. So like, again, her mother's still alive. Like, I just think it's weird that she just was like, oh, she must have ran away. I'm confused. So. So they know that she's alive? No. They think she just, like, it just won a cold case. They think she ran away, Marlene. And so Marlene's, like, the kids move in with Marlene's mother. Oh, Marlene's mother. Marlene's mother. Got it. I I just didn't. But, like, Marlene's mother just is accepting that her daughter ran away. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's just so strange it to is me. Strange. Um. Okay. So once they moved back, Lalana was finally able to ask her grandmother, like, do you know where my mom is? Have you heard from her? And her grandmother took a minute, then looked right at Lalana and said, honey, your mother's dead. She's been dead. She and the grandmother said, your father killed her. But Lalana's grandmother had no proof, just suspicion. Okay. So Lalana was like, not in my lifetime. He's going down for this. So she starts investigating the murder of her own mother on her own. She, um, she, when she turned 20, she was finally given access to the cold case file. And that's when she finds 
an old journal entry of Marlene's that may reveal a deep, dark family secret that could shed new light on this cold case. What? In the journal entry, it's revealed that Marlene caught Bill with Donald <gasps> and knew then what he had done had been doing to the children. Bill tried to hide what they were doing, but Marlene said that she knew what she saw. In her journal, she said that she died inside that day and told and told Bill to never touch Donald again. And if she ever finds him touching Donald, that she'd kill him and to never touch her again. She writes that he wants her to keep or she wrote that Bill wanted her to help him to stop doing this. And she didn't know what to do. Of course, men being like, yeah, help me. She didn't tell anyone, but just recorded it in her diary. Lalana also found evidence that her mother was considering a divorce. She knew that she had, or Marlene knew that she had something on Bill and that he would sign the papers and say nothing. Because if he didn't, she would tell his mother what was going on. And she said, quote, unquote, he would kill me before his mother would find out. Marlene said that telling her would be worse than telling him that he murdered someone. So she said, let's put it this way. He said, or she said, I could be the biggest whore that ever walked the streets of Verona and no judge in the country would ever give him custody to our children over me. Like once she told the world what Uh, he was doing. Got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what she wrote in her journal. Well. I know. But Bill knew that she could eventually, that someone eventually would end up finding out what was going on and he could end up going to prison for it. So to find out more, Lalana interviewed everyone she could find that knew her mother. And everyone said the same thing, including Glenn St. Hilaire, her mother's boyfriend. Glenn said that Bill would always say that if Marlene ever tried to leave him and take the kids, that he would kill her. And that he knew how to commit the perfect crime. He told several people that he would cut her head off, knock her teeth out, or remove her jaw, cut her up into little pieces, and spread her throughout the state. Because if he removed her jaw and cut her te- knock her teeth out, they can't use dental records. And back in the day, uh, back at that time, before DNA, that was the main thing to identify someone. Got it. Then Alana discovered something else. What? Like, first of all, how is this young girl discovering all these things? That and the no one else found did? it. That's what's wild to me. She found out that a hunter had found a skull in a rural tract of land just a mile from her home. The bone was too badly degraded for DNA analysis, and there was no teeth or jaw, so mm. dental comparisons were impossible. But Lalana was convinced it was her mother's skull. The police were still hesitant to do anything about it, but almost 20 years later, Lalana searched the area herself, digging in nearby sinkholes, but she found nothing, like she found no more bones. But she was like, if I can find something, it would be something more than she has now. But she was also terrified that if she did find something, does she really want to know? Like, you know what I mean? It was kind of like, yeah. do I just let it lay or do I keep going? But then what? she finds out that new forensic testing could be done on the skull that the hunter had found. And and like they that skull had been kept by the medical examiner for the last 20 years. So it was still like in... It hasn't been contaminated, right? Okay. So this was her chance. The skull had a distinct bullet hole in the top of the head. The medical examiner confirmed that the fatal shot entered into the face came up through, and came up through the top of the skull. Three types of weapons could have caused this injury this size. One was a 9mm pistol, the same type of gun that Bill Major carried. Hmm. A forensic anthropologist was able to confirm that the skull came from a Caucasian female approximately 
approximately 30 years old. Okay. Also, how cool of a skill is that to be able to like look at a skull and know immediately what, a, what like, the person was? Yeah. That is kind of cool. I know. I want to become a forensic anthropologist. How long do you think it would take to be able to have that skill? Six years. No way. I think it would take longer. Really? To be able to look at a skull and just know? Yeah. That's a lot of skulls to look at. <laughs> Apparently, the female characteristics on the skull, like how you know, is because they have a lack of a brow ridge. Like men have a much larger brow ridge than females. Oh. Like I don't really have a brow ridge. Do you? Interesting, yeah. Hmm, interesting. Good to know. It's also clear that whoever had done this had deliberately tried to prevent identification of the skull. At the base of the skull where the jaw inserted, there were small cut marks where someone had severed the ligaments that detached the jaw from the skull. But 20 years had passed since Marlene Major disappeared, and during that time, scientists found a way to extract DNA from bones thousands of years old. Through mitochondrial DNA... And Marlene's family was willing to pay for this DNA analysis themselves. Really? It was going to be $20,000. Rich? Family members were going to cash in their retirement. They were determined to get justice. Would you do that? I think it would depend. Like, if it was my mom, I think I would. If I knew my dad killed my mom and I had to prove it. Oh, okay. So if you... Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, I guess we're thinking... If you're trying to put the person in jail. Yeah. I don't... If it was like, I'm just trying to figure out, like, they've been missing. We think it was someone random or whatever. I don't know. I think I might just be like, let it lay. Yeah. But then again, you want that closure. Like, you want to know if it's her, if you have the skull. Yeah. I don't know. Hmm. However, officials in Kentucky agreed to pay for the DNA testing. Really? Yeah. Isn't that crazy? It is crazy. So the testing begins. A tiny bone fragment was frozen with liquid nitrogen, crushed into a fine powder, and placed into a vial with a DNA extraction buffer. And that costs 20 grand? Fuck that. It's really <laughs> not that much work. I'll crush it up myself. The sample was then amplified, creating millions of copies of the DNA so there was sufficient enough to be tested. It's not even test it yet. That's just to get it ready. Yeah, that's wild. Right? 20 grand for that bullshit. They then used the computer to compare the DNA found in the skull with the DNA in the Lana saliva because the mitochondrial DNA is only passed maternally. So they essentially, the skull should have the same mitochondrial DNA profile as her mother. Her mother. Yeah. And guess what? It wasn't a match. What do you think the testing showed? It wasn't a match. It was an exact match with Lalana. It was her mom. Oh, okay. Lalana was like, oh my God. She said, she goes, I felt like taking out a full page ad and telling the world that they're like, that her mom was dead and that she didn't walk out on her kids. Like, she's like, I felt like I had to like almost, oh, you know what yeah, I mean, for her yeah, own yeah, reputation. Yeah. Like she was murdered. She wasn't this she prostitute and alcoholic right. and like ran away. Um, she's like, I did just didn't want people to ruin her reputation anymore. So now they had the skull and the diary for motive. It was time to bring her father to justice and justice. They would bring prosecutors agreed to move forward. They believed this was premeditated and that bill killed Marlene with his handgun and then dismembered her body to remove all traces of identification. Prosecutors believed he buried her remains in several sinkholes in the area got rid of the gun and pushed her car into the Ohio River. How many cars do you think are in Lake Erie? Do you think a lot? 
Isn't like Ontario the deepest? I think oh, part- really? Yeah, I think like Ontario is the deepest. I would push it into like Ontario. But I'm just saying, do you think there are cars in like Erie? Oh, for sure. Like I bet there's a lot by like the Niagara River. Yeah. I bet the Niagara River has a lot of cars. I remember when I was in Amsterdam, they told me that they drain, well, they the tour guide drain, said that they drain the canals every year and they find like... 50,000 bikes in there. They found Kyrie. Oh, I could see like that. A car in there. Yeah, yeah. Or, yeah. That's crazy. And as we go, we used to have this bike, like, they were called Campus Cruisers. And it was like bikes that you could, like, free bikes that you could ride around campus to get to class to class. And yeah. you would lock them up. But it wasn't like at the time, because I'm old, it wasn't like they are now where you, like, have a code, you punch it in, you get it. Like, it was just like a bike lock. And everyone knew the code for them. You know right. what I mean? They had to cancel it because people kept throwing them in the fucking like lake uh, or in the nice. river. I'm like, why does people have to run everything? Dickheads. Campus cruisers. I love those. Okay. So if you think about it, it is kind of wild how like back when he took all these steps to hide his crime, like removing the jaw and the teeth and he thought he got away with it. Can you imagine 20 years later? They're like, sorry, we gotcha. have technology now. Gotcha. Like, I'm just thinking like what? I, how much better technology is going to be in 20 years from now to catch whatever, you know? So crazy. And then Bill's only, I put only father, like Bill's father. He only, everyone has one father. It's fine. Stepped forward and said that Bill confessed to the murder to his father five years prior. Sir, and you just sat on it? He said he disowned his son at the time. And I'm thinking like, you didn't go to the police? But also, like, what would you do? Like, if your child confessed to murdering someone, would you go to the police? It would depend on the circumstances. Right? Like, if they were in an abusive relationship or of a self-defense. Or, like, if you know he's still in custody of your kids, of his kids. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Yeah, it would depend. But wait. Fucking wait. What? Then, Bill's dad's like, I did did tell the police at the time (gasps) when Bill told him, but the police decided without hard evidence that information was useless. What? Because in Kentucky, they have a ruling that says the defendant's statements are not enough. They needed to have evidence to corroborate that. Really? So Bill's father was like, I'll help in any way that I can. So the police were like, okay. Would you help us enough that you would put a recording device on your phone and record yourself having a conversation with your son? And he was like, sure, will." But here's the thing. Bill's father said he had disowned him five years prior. Like, I feel like... going to spill the tea when you right, call him Right, like, girl? don't you think that... Why don't we talk about him, murder? It'd be like, yeah. why are you calling me? This is suspicious? Yeah. Well, apparently Bill's a fucking moron because he's like... And, like, right away, he incriminated himself again. On this phone call, Bill's father was like, I keep getting calls from Milana, and she wants to know where her where her mother's body is so she can collect the bones and put them in a casket and have closure. So just tell me where she is. And Bill was like, oh, yeah, and put me in jail for life. And Bill's father was like, wow, you have pulled off the perfect crime, haven't you? And Bill said, I wouldn't call it the perfect crime, but it, if it was perfect, nobody would know about it, but you do. What a fucking fucking idiot. So Bill Major was arrested and charged with Marlene's murder. During extradition to Kentucky, he confessed to the local sheriff. But what he said, I can't. He said, killing that girl meant nothing to me. It would be like getting up every morning and tying my shoes. What a psycho. 
What a psycho. So ultimately, Marlene died to protect her children. She was trying to get her kids away from him. Kids that he treated like his own toys. Bill admitted to pushing the car into the Ohio River and her body into a sinkhole, but nothing has ever been recovered. The river with the flooding and the speed of it, they had no idea what the car was, and the sinkholes were endless. They tried to, but they couldn't find anything. Also, why are all these crazy sinkholes in Kentucky? Seriously. Remember when my car was in a sinkhole? That could have been me. I could have been Marlene. It's fine. So the jury deliberated for 40 minutes. Guilty. Guilty. Sentenced to life in prison. But could you imagine if his daughter didn't do this work? No. It would have. Uh, it's he'd still be out there. He'd still be out there. He for sure would have gotten away with it, even with the confession to his own father. That's wild. That is wild. And, and my thing is, is like, I also wonder. I mean, doubtful. I'm sure these children disowned their dad the minute he went to jail for 15 years for sexually abusing them. But I also just think, like, is he, in that time, was he around other children? Did he do anything? Like, you know what I mean? Mm. Like, what a gross, gross man. Yeah. I'm glad he's away. They should have put him to death. I know. There's times when I don't believe in the death penalty and other times where I'm like, wow, you literally said killing that girl meant nothing to me. The mother of your children. The mother of your children. You were married to her for like nine years. You, sir, are a psycho. How do these people get someone to marry them a second time? Like, clearly he must have, like... Oh, right. Could you imagine being the step the stepmother? Right? But, like, also... And I know they don't have any rights um, to the children, I suppose. But, like, I also find it sad. Like, clearly she stuck up for the children. She called the police. She put this man away. She lived with these children for over a year. And then they went... Like, she, they got moved to her maternal grand... The grandmother. So, like, then she lost... She didn't get to see them. I don't know if like. Maybe she didn't want them. I know. They don't say anything in there, but I'm yeah. just kind of like, ugh. You know? Yeah. Well, who knows, though? Oh, that was it, guys. I know it wasn't as crazy, but I thought it was pretty good. That's a good one. I know. Let us know what you think. Do you think you would put a body in a sinkhole? You want to know what? Not a bad idea. Not a bad idea. Not a bad idea. You got to find the sinkholes. I know. I feel like in this global climate. You know, they're going to be here more regularly than we can even imagine. Especially if they're already in Ohio. Yeah. Yikes. Yikes. Is that where it was? No, Kentucky. Kentucky. <laughs> <laughs> it's already in Kentucky? <laughs> All right, guys. You can um, let us know what you think. You can follow us on the podcast. It just makes sense podcast on Instagram. You can follow me at Sam Smith Says. You can follow me on Instagram at 1F and Jeff. And <gasps> you can also follow me on Threads. One F and Jeff. You're on threads. Mm-hmm. You're going to have to explain it to me after this. All right, perfect. Thank you so much. Bye. Bye.